Welcome to the Master Passive Income Podcast, where we talk about investing in real estate rental properties with a special focus on making enough money so you can quit your job and live the dream life. And now, here is your host, Dustin Heiner. What's going on, guys? Welcome to the Master Passive Income Show. My name is Dustin Heiner, and I'm here to help you learn how to quit that J-O-B, that just overbroke job, by investing in real estate rental property so you never, ever have to work a job again. Now, if you remember last week, Charles and I were discussing the mindset of an investor. Basically, how you can change the way you think and actually become wealthy and rich. And that's something that both Charles and I actually had to go through because as we changed our mindset, we realized that we can do it. We are more than conquerors. We're victors instead of being victims. And so we made it happen. And so I'm actually super impressed that Charles has even been doing it in less than two years. He's almost financially independent now. And he is showing like basically living proof that if you change your mindset and you learn how to do this business right, you can be very successful. Today, we're going to talk all about how you can actually invest in this crazy real estate market that we are in right now. I know everybody's saying, oh man, it's a seller's market. It's the worst time to buy. Well, in fact, if you follow that, you will be left in the dust. I have so many students that are literally buying property after property. In fact, Charles literally just went through and closed on four properties at one time, like literally all four were under contract at one time, used private money, used hard money lenders, used mortgages, and had no money in these deals, literally four deals with no money down, and is closing or has closed on these properties. And now he's so close to being financially independent. And we are going to walk you through how we are finding fantastic deals right now. And even when this is such a hard or rough market where people are paying over asking price, we don't do that. We still buy it for much less than that because we're investors. We capture that equity. We buy it with 20 or 30% more equity in the deal. Now, I'm going to show you exactly how to do this. I want to give you my real estate investing course absolutely for free. Text the word rental to 33777, R-E-N-T-A-L to 3377, or you can go to masterpassiveincome.com forward slash free course, where I will actually give you my real estate investing course absolutely for free. The link will be in the description as well. Now, let's jump into where we talk all about how to get amazing real estate investing deals in this crazy market today. All right, let's do this. And with me is my co-host, Charles, Charles Rose Jr. Hey, great to have you on the show, Charles. Absolutely, Dustin. It's always great to be here. And I'm so excited about this topic, Dustin, because a lot of times, you know, not only are some people are, you know, paying crazy prices over um, what the property is worth or over asking, but you also have some people out there who are just not investing and they're waiting until the crash or, or the correction, whenever that happens. And I think after this episode, I think a lot of people will be inspired to find the good deals that are still out there. I absolutely hope so, Charles, because I get a lot of questions. So we have the Real Estate Wealth Builders where do group coaching and teaching people how to invest in real estate. And the big question is, well, if there's a correction coming or a crash coming or prices are really high, should I just wait? Well, here's the funny thing. I actually thought there was going to be a correction back in 2017 and then 2018 and then 2019, but it still hasn't happened. So if you didn't get started, then you're never going to get started. If you don't get started now, you're never going to get started as well as if you look at Charles, I and myself, I started in 2006 when the market was really, really high. And those properties that I bought 
still make me money. I still own them today. I made money every single month, whether the market went up, down, or sideways. I made money every single month because of the rents that come in. Now, Charles, you recently, like literally like this week, have got three properties under contract and not just, oh, I'm paying over asking price. You're an investor, so you bought them for much lower. Like you're getting a discount on these properties. How did that come about getting three properties, which people say, I can't even get one. You've got three under contract for less than asking price. It's mind blowing to see it happen. And it was so exciting because my wife and I, we recently went on a small uh, mini vacation in the mountains. And, you know, just seeing that news, we were celebrating. So we were like, let's celebrate already. (laughs) And so, but, but, you know, just to answer your question, how did it happen? It's um, simply being, being consistent, putting in the offers, looking for the good deals, not, you know, being crazy and paying over what the property is worth. And so um, just by being consistent and, and analyzing those deals and putting in the offers, we were able to get three properties on the contract at a discount. You know, the, the discounts were anywhere from 20 to 30% off. Oh, my goodness. That's yes. phenomenal. Now, how much in passive income from each one of these properties? So each one of these properties will bring in 250 to probably about 280 in passive income. From each property, my goodness. So in one week, Lord willing, you'll be able to buy all these properties and you're going to be close to 750 maybe even $800 more in passive income once you get all these purchased. Charles, good job, man. I'm excited for you. That's really great. Is this re- getting you really close to being able to be financially independent? Yes, it is. It is indeed. And with this market right here, and we'll we'll get into this later, but you know, um, I just like my success partner, um, Benjamin. So we do have a success partner program um, with the um, Student Wealth Builders Program. Great program to join. So me and Benjamin, we had a conversation about not always looking for home runs because Benjamin made what like seven hundred cash flow in his first property. Um, I made about 400 on mine. And so I, you know, I, Benjamin and I, we were looking for those like really, really high cash flows. So, so now we're still looking for them, but also, you know, at master passive income, we look at $250 or more per property. And so just, you know, um, being open to those kind of deals that will, will definitely help me get to, to my financial freedom goal this year. That's awesome. And this year, and you've only been investing for little over two years now. And within three years, you're going to be financially independent. If you want to, you can literally quit your job. Man. Okay. So I, we could definitely keep going on that because your uh, you know, path to success has been awesome. But I know we all want to know how we can invest in this crazy real estate market right now, where people are saying it's a seller's market. You have to pay over asking price. I know we have plenty of students inside the real estate wealth builders who are saying, my realtors are telling me, or our realtors are basically all telling us that we need to go over asking price in order to get these properties. Well, we're investors. We don't do that. Even though we're getting these properties, we're also getting them at a discount. Now, Charles, what are some great ways? Let's go through how we can find really, really good rental property deals. You know, buy them, hold them, make $250 a month in passive income. How do we start finding these really good properties? So I will definitely mention that. I just wanted to comment too, Dustin, how you mentioned how some people pay over asking. So I was sharing on our, our coaching call how my real one of my realtors fired me because <laughs> he thought <laughs> I was lowballing offers. <laughs> but, you know, as investors, we make money when we buy. So uh, we don't overpay for properties. So how do we find deals? And um, there's many different ways to talk to find deals. And so some of the first ways are using the online real estate marketplace. 
And all these, and these are websites like Zillow, uh, Roofstock, Trulio, Redfin, Realtor, Auction.com, ListWithClever.com, and so many more. But one of the websites we absolutely love is Zillow. We find so many good deals on Zillow. And, you know, you just have to keep on um, looking for deals. And one of the things you can do is um, set up an, a filter. We won't go into details um, on, on this. Um, yeah, we have a whole video where I literally walk you through. I'll, I'll link it in the description as well. So you can watch that video where I literally say, hey, I'm an investor. This is how myself as an investor finds properties through Zillow with the criteria and filters and and everything. And literally even finding properties out of state in a whole nother state from where I live. I love finding new areas to invest. And so I have, I'll link that link in the description as well. That um, video, what Dustin is talking about, you definitely got to watch that. I know it helped me setting up my filters. And and that is, I, I will be honest, like most of my properties uh, came through Zillow. You know, some came through other methods, which we're going to talk about, but um, the majority of them came through Zillow. So definitely uh, check out that video and, and watch it. And something else we want to touch on too is, is roof stock. Um, so Dustin also has a great link where you can go and, and, and check out properties on roof stock. Uh, to me, roof stock is almost like the Amazon of properties. You could literally <laughs> buy like a property online through roofstock.com. They, they, they inspect the property. They have all the resources for you, property managers, everything. We, we always say definitely do your own diligence, even though they, uh, they do it all, but still do your own diligence, check the numbers, make sure you analyze the deal yourself, go get your inspection, everything, you know, you make sure do your full due diligence, even though they're doing a lot of that stuff for you. Yeah, I personally love roofstock.com. And so if you guys want to get my affiliate link, it, no, nothing uh, you know more for you. It's actually absolutely free. Go to masterpassiveincome.com forward slash roofstock forward slash Roofstock, it'll all be one word and it'll be in the description as well. But what you you do is you utilize Roofstock to actually find properties that they have literally done the due diligence for you. Now, Charles is 100% right. Even though they've done it for you, you don't trust everything. Like you, It's just a tool for you to understand what is potential about this property. Then you do all your own due diligence. Make sure you get all your inspections. Make sure you do everything right because you don't want to buy a bad property. But Roofstock is really, really great. I found had many, many students buy properties through Roofstock and getting good deals too. You can even negotiate and get the price down too as us as investors. Now, Charles brought up a lot of other great websites, but basically these are all ways that you find properties that are listed. Now, as we're looking at prices and homes that are currently listed, we don't, and as investors, we don't pay over asking price or even asking price. We're always trying to get a discount. Charles, how do you get a discount with these homes that you might be able to find on Zillow or Roofstock, is there something like, do we need to negotiate? What do we need to do to make sure we get the price down lower? The first thing you want to do is look through all of the photos online and um, do your research on the property and 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 just, you know, you know, figure out what's a good offer based on what you see, right? But then you want to, you want to go a step further when you get the property under contract, um, you want to get the in, you want to get a home inspections with some sometimes you have to get the inspection before with, with certain deals. But, you know, never I would I would tell you never buy a property unless you get a home inspection. And so once you get the home inspection, the home inspection will, will, will bring up um, certain things in the report. So two two of the three properties I've got inspected so far, the first one. It was good, you know. I, I I made my offer, you know, a lo, you know, lo, way way lower than what they wanted, and I was able to get it. I got the home inspection. The home inspection turned out to be really good, so I'm already getting a good deal. So, 
you know, so I'll, I'll, I'll leave it right there. But the other property, you know, it had issues like the, the roof will probably have to replace soon. Um, you know, the gutters needs to be changed. Um, you know, a little little bit of work here and there. So um, I've already sent the uh, my real estate my realtor a, an email to negotiate the price down on that deal. It's a really good way uh, to to save even more money on the deals. And and you know, in my mind, I think it's fair too because you know the seller didn't disclose all those things. So um, so you know, it's it's fair that I ask for a discount on it or 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 a credit at closing to help cover these repairs. And so there's so many different ways that that you can um, negotiate down on these deals. I agree. And I love being able to go back and you find something that you didn't know was there and then getting a credit or having them fix it up or whatever. There's other plenty of other things to do. Now, I personally, I get a list question all the time. Should I offer for asking price and then use the inspection period to lower the price? I personally don't because the inspection is basically for any unknown things that might pop up. And then you can have that to be able to offset the cost of that. The seller could always say no to anything and then you don't have the deal. What we try to do here at Master Passive Income is we always start the negotiation process and we try to get lock in that lower price before we get in the contract. Like right when you get in the contract, we want it to be lower. I'll give you an example. If you're gonna buy a $100,000 house, you're gonna put an offer and you're gonna have to run the numbers, make sure the passive income works and everything. But I might start the offer at like seventy-four thousand dollars. Start at seventy-four, that are hundred. They're at hundred, and so they might come down to maybe like ninety-two. I might come up to like seventy-eight, and keep going and keep working in the negotiation process to get that price down. Once you have that price down, that's when you then go through the inspection process. But I definitely don't wait until the inspection to actually get save money. We're always negotiating from the very beginning. Now, Charles, finding more properties. This is something that. We need to do see all these deals. What about like online like uh, forums or anything like that? Facebook groups. Have you had any act, any success with any of those? That is another good way to find um, good deals, especially in this market. Is investor uh, Facebook groups online? There may be some other types of online websites, but the me- the website that I often use uh, um, is um, Facebook groups. And what you could simply do is, is you may be thinking, well, I don't know, I don't know how to find these groups, or I don't know what groups are out there. One of the things I did was, you know, once I determined which city I was going to invest in, so you know, I, I would type in a Charlotte real estate, and when you type in those keywords in Facebook, you'll see so many different groups, or um, Memphis real estate, or you know, where, whatever the city um, um, you're going to be investing in, you're going to see so many real estate groups um, pop up and you're able to click join join in the group. And in those groups, I find uh, so many different deals, um, so many different people, and, and it, could, it could lead you to a huge list of resources in, in those groups. So not just finding deals, but also um, networking with other investors and all these other things. And so I definitely, I've definitely had some success with um, joining and not just joining, but, but being an active, active participant in those Facebook groups. The last thing you just said was hundred percent key. If you just go in there just saying, Hey everybody, you know, come give me deals or you just, you start being kind of like spammy or, you know, not really very friendly and not helpful. People are not going to want to talk to you. They're, they they want to have a community of other investors so they can work together, help each other out. So my huge tip, if you're going to go into Facebook groups, which is a great, great idea, because 
this is a team sport. The more people that you have can, that can send you deals because you're helpful, because they know you can buy the properties, the better this business gets because you have so many deals. I get so many deals all the time that I just have to pass because I don't have, like I'm not ready to buy it or I have another my money tied up someplace else. But I have so many deals coming through because of I've created all these uh, networking abilities with other people, meeting other people, other um, investors, as well as other like property managers or realtors. And so be as helpful as possible inside of Facebook. If somebody, like if you're in a Facebook group, somebody asks a question, well, how do I do this? Be straightforward and be honest and be helpful. If you do that, you'll start, the moderators, they'll actually say, hey, this person's actually, you know, really helping out, really good guy. Let's promote him a little bit or let's let's give him a little more leeway to actually try to get more, you know, either properties or whatever it might be. So be as helpful as possible. Now, I know everybody literally jumps right to this next one. So this third thing that most people Jumped right to first, but for us, it's one of the it's you know, it's towards the end. But realtors are a great way to find properties, especially when you're you have a good long track record, a lot of experience with one realtor or a couple different realtors. They say, hey, you know what? This this investor knows what they're doing. They're going to buy a property. So when I find an off market deal, I'm going to bring it to them because I know they can close on it. So what are your thoughts about realtors and utilizing them in your investing? I know you said one of your realtors just fired you, which is really funny. In my opinion, that's not the right realtor. It's totally fine that they fired you. You want to get the right realtor. So what are your thoughts, Charles? Yes, absolutely. Yeah. Um, them firing me is, is I see it as a good thing because, you know, like, like you said, Dustin, I need to find the right realtor because, you know, I'm not going to um, uh, pay um, over what the property is worth. And so, so it, it, it was definitely a good thing, but I definitely agree, Dustin, that, that, that utilizing realtors could help you grow your business because, you know, realtors, they are in the business of finding properties, um, selling properties, you know, whether they're representing the buyer or representing the seller, uh, they are in that business. So they know a lot of times uh, firsthand um, what properties are coming on the market and, and they help you negotiate through the process. They, they a lot of times know a lot of information that can help you in your negotiation. I've even had some realtors who um, they they knew a, one of their clients was selling uh, their properties. They actually see if I can buy it before it goes on the market. And so when you when you um, build a, a realtor as a almost as like a friend, and it it, it really helps you to 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 get to have an an advantage over other investors because they're going to look out for you. They're going to do everything that they can to try to help you close on that deal because it is also a win win situation, right? The more deals they help you close. The, the more commission they make. And so it definitely um, finding realtors um, is, is helpful. But something I uh, mentioned to the, to the coaching students the other night on the call, Dustin, is I found like a lot of success with investor-friendly realtors because they they understand that, you know, hey, we're, we're in this to make money. We're, we're in this to, to make cash flow. We're not just, you know, like a first-time home buyer who falls in love with, with the house and pay 60 to $100,000 over the deal just because they absolutely love the house. You know, as investors, we don't get emotionally attached. We, we're investing to, 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 um, to make cash flow. We're investing to feed our families, to take care of our kids. And that's why we're doing this. We're, we're not in the business to, you know, put, you know, offer way more than the property's worth and, and end up losing money in the long run. You're absolutely right on all those. I'm going to give everybody a couple pro tips. Like these are really good pro tips. So number one, you might get some realtors that would say, 
hey, sign exclusive contract with me where I'm going to be your exclusive realtor. I, I laugh whenever any realtor says that to me because I'm like, no, you bring me a good deal. I'll buy it through. I guarantee I'll buy it through you. If you bring me a deal, I'm not going to be a jerk and try to buy it on my own. I'm going to buy it through you. But I've had plenty of realtors try to say, hey, well, I'm going to bring you all exclusive deals and you just buy through me, which in turn, well, don't do that, number one. But what happens is any house that you buy, like if a wholesaler, which we'll get into, if a wholesaler comes to you and brings a property to you, you're required to buy it through them and they get money when they didn't do a thing. So literally do not have any realtor give you or sign anything that's an exclusive contract. I have many, 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 many realtors. And so I say, hey, you bring me a good deal, I'll buy it through you. So never sign exclusive. The second thing that I wanna give everybody as a pro tip, if you are looking through Zillow, realtor.com, and you find a property yourself, go through the seller's realtor. I love utilizing the seller's realtor because it gives them more incentive to sell it to you. A big reason why is because they get commissions on both sides. They're representing you as, a, as the buyer realtor and representing the seller as a seller realtor. So they want that commission. Another thing is they have inside information on the property. They might not give you give it all to you, but they'll encourage you in a certain direction. Like, telling you like, maybe there's something this or maybe this price or whatever it might be, you'll get some inside information. So there's a huge pro, two pro tips that you guys definitely need to take into heart as you're working with realtors. A big, another third one would be just use as many realtors as you can. Get as many realtors working for you as possible because the more deals coming to you, the better. Now, Charles, we've been talking about things that we can quickly find and uh, you know, go to Zillow.com or find realtors or go to investment Facebook. But what about like actual meetups? Like, local meetups where you meet up with like, uh, go to a meetup at a location, meet and greet and say hi to other people. Have you done that before? And how does that play out for your investing? I absolutely love those um, local in-person meetups. And and I remember um, that's one of the things that you encouraged me to do early on is to go to the local RIA. For those of you who don't know, RIA stands for the Real Estate Investors Association. Just about every um, large uh, city has those meetups and so it's so great because and, and and you know thank God the um the pandemic is you know a lot of the restrictions are lighting up because everything was online for a moment but you could actually go out in person and meet other investors people for, you know who's just beginning and people who are advanced it's a great way to 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 network with people and to find local deals because when they like you you know um they they'll they'll help you and you know when they meet you and y'all had a good time they'll be like you know what. Um, I met Dustin the other day uh, at this meetup. Great guy, great ambitions and plans. Um, I'm going to help him. I'm, I'm going to bring this property to him. And and a lot of times, even at the RIA meetings, um, there's a there's a buy and sell session where um, where buyers and sellers they go up and and pitch. You know, but you know, sellers they pitch what they're selling. Buyers pitch what they're looking for. And then, you know, everybody's in the audience is listening and somebody, somebody may have what you need or you may have what they need. And it's just, I just love it. it it's, it's so awesome. I, I go to so many uh, d- different uh, meetups. Thank God my, my wife support me with this because <laughs> I, I go to at least, um, I, I don't know, uh, four to seven meetups every single month. I, I was going to even more uh, before the pandemic. And so it's, I just love it. I love meeting people. I love helping people. And so it is a great way to, to meet up with like-minded people and find deals. I find that the more people that I help, the better my business gets. And 
you could find more people by going out and being around more people at these local RIA meetings because you're actually rubbing shoulders. You're actually talking and shaking hands and they can see that you're actually genuine and trying to help. So try to get out there and try to just be as helpful as possible. And at the same time, just get contacts, get certain networking with people. Pretty soon you'll start seeing similar people at all the different meetings. So keep keep getting more and more people inside of your sphere of influence so that you can help them and they can help you. Now, Charles, I love finding off-market deals. Off-market deals are phenomenal. They're like one of my favorite things to do. So I personally love a number of different ones. The first one I want to talk about in an off-market deal that I really love are wholesalers. Wholesalers are probably like my favorite people in the world, other than my property manager, which they're, he, my, all my property managers are fantastic, but wholesalers make me so much money. What are your thoughts about wholesalers? Because a lot of people might say, well, I'm paying a wholesaler, you know, a commission for it. I'm like, well, you're paying a realtor commission too. So what's the difference? You know, you just, as long as you're getting a good deal, you're going to be making money on it, then it's a good property. So I love wholesalers. What are your thoughts, Charles? I love wholesalers too. In fact, one of the three deals I got under contract, the third one was a wholesale deal. And I'm getting a significant discount on on that one. That's the one where I'm getting, um, you know, thirty percent discount, probably a little bit of over thirty percent discount. It's so awesome because the wholesaler find you know finds these properties for you, um, which are real really cheaper than than um, than the properties that are listed. And what I love about wholesale deals is the competition is less. And so you you know because the properties that are listed you know it's open to everybody everybody in the U.S. everybody in different countries you do have some investors in different countries who who buy and who look at Zillow for properties and these other websites but with wholesalers you're usually your competition is usually the wholesalers list however big that list is and so you're dealing with a, a smaller amount of people and so it's a great opportunity. To, to, to buy properties at a really good discount. And so, but, you know, still with wholesale, just like with realtors and anything else, still do your due diligence. One thing I will say, um, you know, some, some wholesalers um, will, 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 you know, they'll want, they may want you to buy the property without any contingencies, but you don't want to do that. You, you want to go ahead and do your inspection. Um, you want to do all that stuff, you know, that you usually do with a regular deal um, the wholesalers, they're just getting you, finding you off-market properties at, at a discount, but still do all of the stuff that we talk about in your due diligence period. Would you agree with that, Dustin? 100%. You always want to make sure you're buying a good property. You'll get a lot of wholesalers that say, okay, $2,000, we'll lock in this property right now, but you can't do any inspections. You can't even look at the property. You can't do anything like that. That's no. I know what I'm doing before I buy the property. Like I know what I'm getting into before I put any money out of my pocket. There's literally no way I'm just going to hand over $2,000. It might on the inside be the worst place ever in the world. And you're just out $2,000. You can't do anything about it. So no, absolutely. But I love utilizing wholesalers because they're hard workers. They need to find the buyer and the seller and they find them both and they put them together so that they can actually make the transaction. But there's so much less competitions. I just, this, there's no homeowners buying. It's just investors. They're just selling it to their seller's list or their buyer's list. And so it's it's fantastic. Now, there are so many other great things like direct mail. There's also things like uh, even knocking on doors, even driving for dollars is what they call, you know, you drive, for, you drive around the neighborhood to find bad properties that are run down. Have you used these other types of methods 
uh, Charles, to find off-market deals? I have actually tried just about everything. <laughs> I haven't been successful yet with, with direct mail, but I had I've, I've had some leads on it, right? And so, um, uh, but but I I know some people who are completely successful at direct mail is where you um, you could mail out a um, a postcard or a letter to, to, to properties. You know, there's certain databases. We won't go into all the details. Um, Dustin have more videos about them, but you could direct mail an owner of the property and, and ask them to buy it. I've done it. I haven't been successful with it, but I know plenty of people who are, so that's something you can try. Um, also, um, Dustin touched on it uh, briefly, your property manager. So your property manager is in the property management business. And sometimes you have who have investors who want to uh, get out of their business, or they just want to sell their property for whatever reason. And a lot of times, if you build a good relationship with your property manager, they'll give you a good deal. You know, my property manager he called me the other day, and he was like, you know, hey, you know, I, I have this lady, her husband died, and they want to sell their properties. And you know, do, do you want to do you want to buy? And so, um, and so I put in an offer. But um, unfortunately, uh, the, the lady wanted to put her, somebody probably spoke to her and tell her, you know, you, sh you should put it in, on the market. You probably can get more money during this time. And so I didn't get it. But, you know, if she didn't get, if she didn't, um, I was, I would have been able to pay her what she wanted and still make a good deal. But um, it's, it's plenty of cases where many people did it. I've done it on one property before as well. And so it worked out good. Uh, something that people don't know, Dustin, this is, um, I would say some people know it, but a lot of people don't know. I've actually uh, called my title attorney. I called my title company and asked, you know, hey, do you um, know anybody who's selling a property? And and you'd be surprised. They know it because, you know, these are the type of people, even like your lenders or mortgage, bro mortgage brokers, they know people who are actively buying and selling. And, you know, a lot of times they know when a deal is, is fall apart and, you know, there's certain things that that they that may, may be able to do, and even my title attorney has even connected me to uh, uh, one of my private money lenders. And so, because the private lender told him, like, "Hey, if you know any you know good investor out there, just you know um, refer me to them. You know, I want to lend them money." And so, it's 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 actually a golden secret, Dustin, that that a lot of people don't tap into. Your title company could be a really good resource. All of them, from your property manager to your, your real, obviously your realtor, we talk about them, but your title companies, your even home inspectors, carpenters, you know, contractors, like literally everybody in this business come across other people who could potentially be buying or selling a property. So you always want to be throwing that out there. And one thing I love to make sure that everybody realizes about themselves is that they're first an investor. You're an investor with a side job. You have a side job. It might be that all of your money comes from that side job but your mindset needs to be an investor. And so, man, I hope you guys got a lot out of this. All right, this is Dusty and Charles. We'll see you guys in the next one. See ya.